0: Adore Beauty acknowledges First Nations people as the traditional owners across the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to Elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Welcome back to Beauty IQ the podcast. I'm your host Hannah First and I am your summer co-host Melissa Mason. So we are finally back on air, so excited. Surprise, surprise, I'm currently in Thailand and we have a special (laughs) summer co-host, Melissa Mason. I also know her as Mel. Hello, welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I already know you, so I feel like this is going to be a lot easier for me because I was sort of wondering (laughs) like host, I'm not going to know them, what am I going to say, but we already know each other. So it'll be a lot easier. And for the people that don't, (laughs) know you. Who are you? What do you do? Who am I? Well, look, I think that
1: some people would have maybe seen my name around because I have had about (laughs) six other podcasts in the past. Love a good podcast. Love to create a podcast just when I'm randomly in the mood. Once I did that, except I did it with like, you know, Selling Sunset. Yes. Me and a friend decided we were going to do like a season five recap podcast and that was it. And, that, and then it just, that, that's all that exists on the internet is just that. <laughs> it's just like, no, like so, you so did do specifically it. in the middle. I, we did do it. Yeah, we did it.
0: That's niche.
1: Very niche. It's so niche. Like if you really like season five of Sailing Sunset, I'm sure you can find it around on your podcast. <laughs> apps. But aside
0: from that,
1: I used to actually be a beauty editor. So I was Girlfriend Magazine's beauty editor for a few years, which was the best, like the teen dream job, honestly, Mm. and played with a lot of makeup, a lot of skincare. I went on to pedestrian.tv and I was their style editor. So that covered beauty as well. So I'm really been around the beauty traps for a long time. I've used a lot of stuff. So I do know what I'm talking about, but I would say also in my own time, I'm super low key in the sense that I have my makeup things and they're what I use. And then I've got my skincare things and they're what I use. And like, sometimes something can edge in on that, but like, I just stick to the same kind of routine all the time. So I feel like I'm a very like low key gal in those spaces.
0: But you've actually been on this podcast before for those yes. that are long-time listeners. Mel and I did an episode together. I think it was on fertility, but we mm-hmm. did also get off track. I think we were talking about boyfriends. I mean, what a shock
1: for us getting off track.
0: I know, but we did talk about because you've got curly hair. So we've got yeah. another curly girl. Another curly podcast. girl.
1: Yes. I alternate between straightening it and keeping it curly. So I really like cover the whole spectrum of what you need. Same. I'm like, you need to do with humidity with straight hair? I've got you covered. You need curls that can last? Got you covered.
0: (laughs) So we're going to, for today's Cringy, this is like based on Vogue's, is it 73 questions that they do? Yeah, it's like 70 something, right? I'm not going to ask you 73 questions. That would take us two hours, I I reckon, for us to get through that. (laughs) So, I've got a few here that I'm going to ask you. So, we're going to start with what's your skin type? I would say it's normal, but then all
1: of a sudden it'll have a freak out session and have like eczema slash dermatitis. There's so much going on there. So, probably in between, like it swings each way depending on what it feels
0: like doing. What is your star sign?
1: I just looked this up because I knew my star sign. You didn't know. I knew my my main one, but I didn't know all the other little ones. And I feel like these days you've got to come in with your ascendant, right? And your whatever the other ones are,
0: moon. Moon? Unpopular opinion, I do not. Someone asked me the other day, what's your star sign? What's your boyfriend's star sign? And I was like, I don't know what his star sign (laughs) is. I'm not a star (laughs) sign person.
1: I actually don't know what mine my boyfriend's star sign is either but I'm a Pisces I've got a Gemini rising I think Geminis are meant to be like
0: dodgy, I have no right? idea <laughs> you're asking the wrong person
1: And I've got my moon in Leo. But can I tell you, I used this weird site, like definitely not reputable at all to get this information. And then it had this in the description. I just thought it was so funny. It was like Pisces, Sun, Gemini, Risings are usually average to tall. The males of this group are quite tall, not so much as the females. They can be very goofy and have a permanent smile on their face. They often have gorgeous hair and large eyes with a pointed chin. That is so specific. Yeah. Like how specific can you get?
0: (laughs) Well, I'm a fire sign. That's all I know. I don't know what that means, but apparently I have the characteristics of a Sagittarius, but I don't believe in star signs. Just putting it out there. What is your hair type? We just discussed this. We've just covered this, but yes, it's curly, wavy. I'd say it's the same as yours, to be honest. Thick
1: Curly, wavy.
0: Thick girl. Thick,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like right now it's hot and I am like... I got my hair out and all I want to do is put it up and I try to keep it out because I'm like, I could easily go through life with my hair just up all the time, just because of how heavy it is, but you know, try to wear it out. So yes.
0: Do you know what's wild to me? Mm. That you have a fringe and you have curly hair. Wild. (laughs) No. And I've had it for like six years. You live life on the edge. I don't know how you deal with
1: it. I I fly close to the sun. I really do. (laughs) Honestly, it's not been as hard as I thought it was. I got it with curly hair, and I have to actually say, if you've got curly hair, it's not the worst idea. I think it's dependent on your hair type, but I think, honestly, like – girls with thick hair like us can really nail it when it's curly it's quite easy to manage when it's straight it's a whole other story mm-hmm. <laughs> the constant cowlicks, the weird flicky
0: bits at the edges yeah, yeah no I'm I'm done with my breaking up with boys and cutting fringes that's done for me <laughs> you're on a desert island which three products are you taking with you Okay, I'm going to go really practical here because I'm a practical girly. We're going to go
1: La Roche, Perse, Sicaplast, Born, B5 because it is the only thing that deals with my eczema face. And I can almost mm-hmm. guarantee if I'm on a desert island, my face is going to freak out. <laughs> That's the first thing that'll happen. And then we're going to go back to back sunscreen. We're going to go face sunscreen. I would say the aspect in virus stat. SPF 50 mm-hmm. and the ultraviolet extreme screen which is their body and hand sunscreen and it comes in this giant bottle and I took it to Europe with me and it literally like the best thing ever it's moisturizing as well I feel like it's like a double whammy keep me moisturized
0: I want to look hot on that desert island yeah totally <laughs> what is your signature scent I just got really fixated on
1: glossier you which is really <laughs> not useful to Aussies because you can't get it here <laughs> So, I would say that's my signature scent and I just don't really deviate from it at all.
0: Yeah. I definitely, I, I don't have a signature scent. I don't know. I'm all over the yes, place. we with, don't? With, well, I buy them <laughs> and then I never use them and then they go off. I, I just, I forget. I have the Who Is Elijah All the Little Ones, the 10 mils, yes. because I keep them in my handbag and then I remember and then mm-hmm. I'll spray it on. So... I, yes, I and then they're not just like
1: fermenting on your bedside totally. table.
0: Do you know, I'm actually, this is really bad. I am currently using yeah. my old fragrances that have, I believe, have probably almost expired as poo spray. Like when, like they're... they're <gasps> that's so smart. Not, that's not poo spray. What do you call it? It's poo spray. It's poo yeah. spray. Let's poo be spray. honest. It's poo spray. Really, really bougie air freshener. That's what I'm <laughs> using it
1: as. She's like, got to the <laughs> Chanel number no. five in the bathroom. <laughs> Everyone's like,
0: what and is this girl? <laughs> and Nick is like, I really like this air freshener. And I'm like, it's because it's like $200. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you would like
1: it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. What is your current lip balm? It is actually dermal therapy. I don't even know what it's called. It's just the dermal therapy. It's like, Bog standard, get it at any chemist. That's the ke- yeah, I know the one that for really dry lips. You know yeah. the one? I have them everywhere. Like they are mm-hmm. in the bag. They are in the car. I'll find one like under the bed. I'll find one in the dog's bed. I'll find one anywhere in my house. I just think I have like 50 on rotation.
0: Every time I see it, I buy it, which is n- unnecessary. We need to get you some Lano lips. Yeah. That's what, what I'm using always. Let's get you some Lano. Let's get you onto it. First makeup product you ever owned? It was a CoverGirl powder. It was
1: ivory, which is not my skin type, and I used it as an all-over foundation. <laughs> just like you, it had those little has the circle applicator, like the little yes. powder applicator that was yes. like a circle, and I would just like wipe that across. It was like Casper. I was wiping it all over my face, and I thought I looked so hot. Oh my gosh, bad time for my skin. What is your comfort meal? I'm going to say spaghetti bolognese, for sure. Anything pasta, really. What's yours?
0: Okay, so mine is KFC, large KFC chips with a side of gravy. I am vegetarian. Yep. It's my only little taste of meat that I ever get. Is, <laughs> Hint. And this has now happened twice. Like Nick has been out and he's like, I'm going to go to KFC on the way home. I say, get me chips and gravy. And then he always forgets yep. the gravy. <gasps> we have a fight every time (laughs) i'm like you never listen to me like (laughs) every time (laughs) oh that's so good what is your favorite movie
1: Ooh, I'm going to say only because we just had like Christmas and et cetera, and I watch it every year, is The Holiday. Love Actually. Oh, I thought you were going to say Love Actually.
0: The Holiday. You
1: know how people seem to be a holiday person or a Love Actually person and there's no in between? Mm -hmm. Like you're either one or the other. I would say I like both, but The Holiday has the nostalgia for me because it's my mum's favourite. We all watch it on Christmas Eve every year. And I feel like if you can watch a movie every year, that's going to be like up there with your favourite movies,
0: right? Mm-hmm. And finally, because it's a cringy combo, I hope you've had a think about this. I, I did warn you I was going to ask you. We, we do ask our guests um, when we have bonus episodes. We'd like them to share their cringiest story with us. Okay.
1: So I don't know if this happens to anyone listening and I want to know if it does. But you know when you get
0: an itchy boob and you like scratch yes. it?
1: Yes. Like an itchy nipple. Oh, my God.
0: We have never talked about itchy nipples on this podcast, but yes. <laughs> I, I hard relate. <laughs>
1: Okay. But do you, when you scratch it, like when you itch it, you get this impending sense of doom out of nowhere. Like you feel life depressed. (laughs) Like, like something is really bad is about to happen. Like I'll itch it and it feels so good. It's almost like orgasmically good. But then also (laughs) it's followed by this like deep sense of like the world is about to end or like everything in my life is bad. I'll Google. What does it mean? Like any weird sensation.
0: Yes, okay.
1: I Googled it and it's called, well, it's not called this, but there's there's, there's an article that calls it this sad nipple syndrome. (laughs) 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 Which is perfect. Honestly, perfect. And it happens to people. I feel like there's going to be people listening who are going to write in now and be like, this happens to me. No one has ever talked about this. (laughs)
0: Like your nipples are sensing something. within."
1: I think it's like a hormonal related thing, obviously, because it's like, I thought about it like logically and I was like, okay, I've stimulated the nipple in a non-sexy way. And then it's, it's flooded me with some sort of hormone. Like maybe it's like a baby hormone, pre-baby or something. I haven't had, I haven't got kids. I want to know also if people who have breastfed still have this. And like, if you breastfeed, does this happen? Yeah. Because that that's fascinating. Anyway, I'm really
0: obsessed with my nipples now because of this. It's almost <laughs> like the itching of the nipple. If you get an itchy nipple, it's like how men sometimes when they think no one's looking and they itch, you know, their balls. <laughs> it's kind of like the yes. girl equivalent. Do we think it's on par? <laughs> I yeah, know. I reckon it is
1: kind of on par. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll sneak a little hand in there, like, even in an office, like, if I've got a shirt on. It's like I can sneak a little hand in there. And you think yeah. no one's looking. Like my thumb. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so good. I'm glad you also have this experience.
0: I thought we'd covered every single cringy topic imaginable, but you've actually come up with something that has never been spoken about (laughs) on this podcast ever. I'm so proud.
1: I'm so proud.
0: (laughs) So anyone that follows me on Instagram will know I have gone balayage, blonde. I basically spent years and years and years growing out all of the bleach that I had in my hair and I was like I'm ready to have virgin, healthy, natural brown hair again and I had the last haircut in September to cut the last dregs of the blonde off and then 2 months later I decided I was bored and so here we are <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> You're ready so, to uh,
0: get hurt again. <laughs> so for today's education segment we're going to talk about I forgot how much it dries your hair out. Mm. So I've got like a whole heap of products for balayage, blonde, damaged hair that I've basically been using nonstop since this happened. And yeah, I'm going to sort of take you through them.
1: Can I ask, when did you first go, okay, I'm going to do this? Like, were you in the salon when this happened? Did you plan it? Did you not?
0: So, I was looking at old photos from Thailand that I had Mm -hmm. long, curly, balayage, blonde hair. And I was looking Mm. back at those photos and I chopped all my hair off short and it was brown. And I think I was then turning like 35 and I thought this is just... I I just had this thing that I thought it just didn't look good anymore. And I wanted something like fresh for my birthday. I think birthdays are like a time for me where I start to change, like big birthdays. So... I just didn't like it and I thought I really – I looked back at those photos and I thought I really I – th- I think that was my, like, best look and I want to go back to mm. it. So that was the reason.
1: And how long did it take?
0: So – oh, and it also took me two months to get in with the hairdresser and oh, okay. so I had to sort of wait quite a while.
1: That's good though because then you actually have time to, like – definitely process. yes this That's is what definitely what you want to do because I've definitely yep. gone to the hairdresser and gone put highlights in and then <laughs> afterwards been like oh god what have I done
0: <laughs> it was five hours so I got there at midday Oof. I think and was there till five it was full on but because I had mm. virgin hair the hair lifted she's like I think we can do this in one sitting so she just went for oh, it good. and got it all done in the one go and and it was you saw the photo it's it's like
1: yeah blonde. it was super blonde I was actually yeah. gonna say you look like blonde blonde in that pick
0: yeah it'll grow out like the balayage I probably want it to grow out a bit more so it's, I really like it mm-hmm. just the ends but yeah it was a very very long process but worth it yeah. Okay.
1: So instant hair texture. Was it the same? Was it completely different? Did it take like straw? You...
0: straw. It, was, it was straw. <laughs> You're like straw. So she blow waved it and I was like, oh my God, wow, this looks amazing. Cause you know, when they blow wave yeah. it, it's, it looks yep. soft and it looks really bouncy. I then washed it like a week later and I tried to dice it. I did my Dyson and, and blow waved it. And I was like, wow, it honestly felt like straw. For the first, mm, like tangled or like more knots, but just really like next level dry because it had been yeah, so yeah. healthy and it had been so nice mm. for so long. I mean, it do, like the bleach just breaks, doesn't it? Break those bonds in the hair, so it, it does. You nothing yep. can do about it.
1: I don't think there's a blonde person out there that doesn't have that experience, right? Like once you, especially, I think, especially if you have virgin hair, it's like, because I have virgin hair and I, same as you, I've been blonde before. It was a long time ago. I actually don't remember anything. So I'm really excited about this segment and all these products didn't exist back then as well, but I am so used to it being the way that it is. If I put highlights in even, I think I would be shocked Mm. by the change in texture.
0: We have curly hair, so extra dry. It's like yeah. an extra, extra, extra. So it has been a bit straw-like, but I have got all the products that I'll talk about today that have really helped it mm. soften. It, it Actually, I washed it. I used the shampoo and conditioner I'm going to talk about, the mask, and I slept in it and it actually woke up and it was soft again. So it, it does wow. feel soft.
1: Yeah. So I need like a big drink, essentially.
0: Yes. Yep. I'm pretty much going to talk about three brands that I think that if you go with these brands, I think you'll be fine. And the hairdresser actually said to me, she's like, what products are you using? And I said Olaplex and Kerastars, And I'm also using K18. And she's like, oh, you'll be fine. Firstly, I'm going to talk about fave is Olaplex. So I have been using pretty much in the lead up to going blonde. I wanted my hair to be as healthy as possible. And I was basically only using because of all the heat damage that i have i was only using olaplex so that is the olaplex number four bond maintenance shampoo so that is a it's basically formulated with olaplex's bond building technology and that technology is formulated to repair the broken disulfide bonds in the hair it's basically suitable Mm. for all hair types but if you've got color treated or heat damaged hair it's amazing what I really like about it mm. is it lathers really nicely. You don't have to use much. It is pricey for a shampoo, but, but really the bottle like lasts and lasts. And they also have it in a litre. Yeah. So you can get like the big boy. The big dog. Yeah. So we that's our little... our <laughs> little big dog of shampoo. <laughs> we call them the big boys. We had like... This was back the big four boys. years ago. Every product that's <laughs> super Joe and I would call a big boy. <laughs> the big boy. <laughs> But I like big dog. I like that can be our the history the big of the dog. podcast. Either way,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like the history of this podcast. I was going to say as well. Yeah, Olaplex goes so far. I reckon it's the shampoo yeah. that I've had where I've got the little baby bottle, the the little dog. Mm-hmm. I guess the little <laughs> the chihuahua little bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and I had had it for like months and months. Yeah, like it lasts. the tiniest amount would like lather up. So yeah.
0: The other one that I've now added into the routine is Olaplex number four P. So it's basically the Olaplex shampoo, but it's got the purple. It's the purple shampoo. It didn't come out that long ago. So it's got the same ingredient as the other one, but it's purple. My only thing with purple shampoos is that I usually pre wash with Olaplex number four to get rid of any product Mm. buildup. And then I use the 4P just on the ends, leave it in for three to five minutes. Like there were some reviews on this shampoo that were like it is drying, but all purple shampoos are drying. There's n- there's nothing you can do about it. Like they yeah. do dry out the hair. Oh, and I'll also say about that shampoo, it is so pigmented, like highly pigmented. Wow. I don't use it every week or every wash. It would be like every like maybe three weeks just to give it, a bit of brightness and to get rid of any of those brassy tones. But after you use that, I will always use the best mask that I can to try to like add in mm. all the extra moisture. So the one that I'm using at the moment is the Kerastase Blonde Absolute Mask. Sicker stream, I think, is how you say it.
1: (laughs) Every time I read out a French label, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm like, what? (laughs) Sicker stream, yeah, Sicker extreme. So this is a. They've got a whole blonde range, blonde absolute. It's called. So they've got you know shampoos, masks, conditioners, treatments, serums. So this is an intense hair mask. it's specifically for damage caused by bleaching. The main ingredient is hyaluronic acid, and it's also got Edelweiss oil. So basically, it will hydrate and plump the hair. It'll help to work against breakage and it'll also reduce frizz. One of the reviews on the website, Adore's website, called it a hydration bomb 100% agree. Wow. I like had a shower, left it on for 10 minutes and then like rinsed it out. Amazing. Like mm. really really softens the hair. It's not a purple mask, it's just like a regular kind of hair mask, but amazing. Yeah. Highly highly recommend that one. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I mean that would even just be good for dry hair to be honest.
1: I was going to say like I feel like my post summer hair is going to want that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would actually go for you, Kerastars have the orange one that's for frizzy hair. That's really, really good. Oh,
1: yes. I have tried it before, I think, but a Mm. long time ago. Like, I don't think it was recently.
0: And they have a curl range that's really good as well. The other mask that I did want to give a special mention to uh, is the Olaplex number 8 Bond Intense Moisture Mask. I've got to say, this is my favorite mask. I keep repurchasing it over and over. It's so good. Doesn't weigh Mm. down the hair. Doesn't leave any kind of residue or weight. It just... It's really good for curly hair, coloured damaged hair, heat damaged hair. I love it. It's really good. Have you used that one?
1: I haven't used that. So I've only ever used the Olaplex shampoo conditioner and the oil, the hair mm-hmm. oil. But I love them all. But mm. yeah,
0: I'm in the market for a new hair mask actually. So <laughs> when my hair was virgin, I would use it to try to get the curl back because it would it Yeah. Yep. because you, you, your bonds still break from the you know 200 degree straightener so i would always go back to that mask so that is shampoo and ma i like i don't really use a conditioner i honestly just go straight to a mask like a really like nourishing mask that Olaplex conditioner is really good as well but after I get out of the shower that's when I feel like my hair is like definitely needs a treatment on top of it so at the moment I am using and this is what I have brought with me it's the K18 molecular repair hair oil. Mel have you heard of K18? Everyone's talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were gonna say the K18 (laughs)
1: the leave-in
0: Amazing! Um, Next I level. What
1: it's called. It obsessed. Yep. Literally, have it in I, my hair now. So I reckon I use that every. That's your Olaplex. That's my Olaplex. That's my. Yep. <laughs> it's my Roman Empire is talking about yep. K18, but I feel like also can I tell you this? This is so not the point of it, but I am so lazy, and my thing with hair masks is. I want to do this quickly and I don't want to stand in the shower rinsing it out for 90 years. And with that, it's like you shampoo and yeah. then you get out and then you put it in and it works mm. pr- as a detangler as well. So
0: I don't actually have to stay in the shower as long as I would if I put a hair mask in. It is the K18 Leave-In Molecular Repair Mask. It uses a yes. patented peptide treatment treatment. It's unlike anything I've ever used before. We've spoken about it so many times on this podcast. Mel, glad you can back me up. It is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. But I, at the moment, I'm actually using their hair oil. So get out of the Mm. shower. It's basically got 24-hour frizz control. Minimises split ends by 78%, but it also, the best thing is, acts as a heat protectant up to 232 degrees. It also has the peptide technology within it. So that's sort of my treatment. You know, with curly hair as well, hair oils are really good. Like you get out of the shower and you scrunch up with the hair oil. I don't know if you ever do that.
1: I find in curly hair as well, when you've got dry hair, and this probably also counts for if you've gone blonde or if you've just got dry ends in general, I find hair oils... Really, don't wear my hair down at all. Like they're so no. nourishing. Like they look scary. I think in the bottle. I think before I'd ever use them, I was like, ooh, I don't know, if I'm putting hair oil on my hair. Like the last thing I ever want is oily hair. But it is so lightweight. The ones that are around now. So yeah, I can totally. Understand this one why is that.
0: super do. lightweight. Doesn't even really yeah. feel like an oil. So those are the products that I'm using at the moment. I do have some special mentions. If I was home and not in Thailand, and I was using my Dyson Air app to blow dry my hair, I would be putting in the Color Wow Dream Coat Supernatural Spray. This basically will combat frizz. at all so that you can get actually get like quite a sleek at home blow wave. I don't know if you've used that one before, but. We've got to get you on yeah, that Yeah, I
1: think I've used their Curl. They've got a Curl one. I haven't used that one. And I think i used that.
0: And then if you are looking for some more affordable blonde products, everything that I've spoken about today, obviously it's at the bougier end of hair care. But when I was blonde before, I used the Davro Blonde Platinum Shampoo. It is my favourite affordable toning shampoo option. Davro in general is really great. So I would definitely recommend that and then if you're looking for more of like a bond repair from an affordable price point i would say NAC is probably more mid price point so they have a bond repairer NAC hair structure complex number three bond enhancer Ooh. so um, both davro and NAC, I-, I would check those out if you have recently gone blonde and have got straw man hair like me <laughs>
1: <laughs> straw man hair
0: now, can you say off the top of your head the acronym for product we didn't know we needed? Oh. P-W. You'll have to learn it. <laughs> you say it, you say it. PWDKWN. Wow. <laughs> Those four years of doing the podcast have really drilled it in there. We couldn't believe we kind of made it into a thing. We were like, what a random acronym to come up with. So you've got one for
1: us today. I do. I do. So the product I didn't know I needed, the (laughs) (laughs) P-W-D-Y-D-W... (laughs) It is the Ordinary 10% Niacinamide, 1% Zinc Serum. A big fan of The Ordinary. I'm assuming you – yeah, everyone's a big fan of The Ordinary. Mm -hmm. We love it. I love The Ordinary when I want to try a new serum and I've not tried that ingredient before. Like if I'm like, oh, maybe I want to, you know, give – Yeah, well, this, niacinamide ago, which is exactly what happened with this, was like, oh, I've heard good things, I'm going to give it a try. And it's not going to drain my bank account, but it's still going to be effective. And then from there, if I love it, sometimes then I'll like branch out and try different ones and so on. So this one is my pick for this week because I have a very funny story to go with it. But first, I'll just tell you about it a little. So a lot of people use niacinamide when they have acne. It's known for reducing blemishes, for healing them quite significantly as well. And zinc also is quite healing. So this is generally a serum that a lot of people with breakouts go for. And I don't really deal with breakouts, but people that have used it and love it also say that it really improves skin texture and it can minimize pores. And they're both things Mm. that I have issues with.
0: Oh, it does definitely with the minimizing appearance of pores. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. And I think Mm. that that, like I've got I'd say normal skin, like I said, normal skin, but I would definitely say like if I get congestion or if I get like my skin texture is around my nose and to the sides of my nose is where it can go a bit like blur. You know when your skin just looks Mm -hmm. blur. like that's how Mm -hmm. I would describe it. Don't even know what that word, what the actual word would be here, but I think you get what I'm saying. Anyway, so I've been loving it, but my sister also is a fan and she was the one that actually really got me onto it. I was telling her about it and she was like, oh my gosh. So a couple of weekends ago, we had this party and my boyfriend Tom, he is accident prone, but he also is like the cause of accidents. Like he's just Mm -hmm. always somehow involved. And so the incident in this was that we were playing, of all things, handball, but with basketballs, which (laughs) makes us sound 12, but here we are. (laughs) She's 37 years old going on 12, (laughs) everyone. And he passed the ball to my sister's boyfriend and – without letting him know that it was coming and it hit my sister's partner in the nose and he got like a cut right between his eyebrows. So like monobrow energy. And my sister was like, he was like trying to like, he was like, Oh, it's like quite visible. I want to kind of get rid of it. And Kate was like, why don't you just try this? Cause I put it on pimples and they like 50% heal up overnight when I put it on as a spot treatment. And she thought maybe it'll work the same for like a, a very small little cut that's sort of starting to become a little bit of a scar. And shocker but it did so I
0: wonder what that's all about I don't know. I mean, because it's quite healing. <laughs> Probably yeah. a disclaimer, if you have a big gash, maybe go to the <laughs> doctor, but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like if you've got an in- if you've got an infected gash, don't put the ordinary nice and <laughs> on it.
1: Someone's like I've got an open wound on my leg and I did what you said <laughs> <and it> didn't, <laughs> didn't work. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not saying try this at home, but I'm pr- quite impressed that the healing the healing properties yeah. So, yeah, cute story. Also, very affordable. <laughs> a good one to add to cart, I think.
0: Yeah, very affordable. What's yours? Mine today is the Benefit Fluff Up Brow Wax. So, oh, I've tried this. Yeah, I'm a number one fan of their 24 hour brow setter. It's the. Mm-hmm like the brow gel really good and I've been using this one I've actually brought it away with me I didn't even bring the brow gel
1: oh that's bold of you. I'm not
0: lying I really did bring it away with me with no other brow products so <laughs> it's basically like a flexible brow wax it will add texture volume and then it'll also like hold the brows in place what I like about it it dries clear but then it doesn't like crunch or flake. Mm. It's it's definitely mm-hmm. like softer. I've got it in right now. It's kind of softer and more flexible than you know when you do use those like waxes and
1: they're really hard. Yep. That's what usually puts me off them cuz I've yeah. used them before and it gets like crusty. It starts to go a bit yes. crusty and it also like sometimes will will catch my foundation and then there's like crusty beige bits in there which is Yeah. So this
0: one look <laughs> I would say it's like, it'll still hold them up, but it's not like a, you know, those heavy duty waxes. It'll just give it like a really nice, natural feathery look. You can also layer it over your other brow products. I don't really use many other brow products because when I put brow pencil on, My eyebrows are so thick and dark, they look Mm. even darker and even more thick. So I usually just use something clear. It's also got, in terms of ingredients, it's also got jojoba seed oil, shea butter and argan oil. So that will really help to soften the brows. Similar ingredients to products that you use when you're trying to grow your brows out Mm. to really soften them up. I love
1: that because I want to get into using a brow gel again in some form. But yeah, like I said, like they're either super dark with the pigment or the color's not right for my brows or when it's been Mm -hmm. clear, it's set and then looks crunchy. And I find it really obvious. Like I would see it as soon as I look in the mirror, I can see that's not right for me. So I might try this one.
0: Like with brow pencils, I use also a Benefit brow pencil, but I use a really, really light shade, like a lot lighter than what my brow is. Yeah, Mm. so it doesn't look so – you know when you you use like a pencil that's too dark and then you actually look like you've got those really – like you've tattooed your brows like day one. It's like
1: when I dye them and I leave it on too long, which is almost always, and then (laughs) Tom will be like – are you rinsing that off? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like, I washed it three times. That's like my mum. My mum gets hers tattooed and my dad, like, you know, the day one of tattoo, yeah, my dad's
1: yeah. like, oh, like he gets
0: a real shock.
1: It's like the last thing you need, isn't it? Like don't jump scare back away from me when you see my face.
0: <laughs> so I feel like this wouldn't be an episode without me telling some sort of cringy travel story. Oh, good, good. Love this. (laughs) Ready. Mel, I have to warn you, we do talk about poo a lot on this podcast. (laughs) I don't know how it's become a topic, but going to the toilet is a real thing. So... We've talked a lot about when you go on holidays with like a new boyfriend mm. or partner or, you know, those, but this is actually something different. So I'm on a fitness retreat at the moment and I'm used to – I'm a late riser. I get up really late. So I'm like a 8, 9 a.m. person. I do not get up at 6. So my yeah. body, my morning bathroom toilet is when I get up. Like I'm yeah. a morning bathroom person. So I go to the toilet in the morning and then, you know, off to work, whatever. But because I'm on this fitness retreat, we have to get up at 6 – And then we are basically in the middle of a workout at bathroom time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. And workouts make it all start to just go down there as well. It's all ready to go.
0: (laughs) So I literally finish the workout and I have to just run, like run back to the hotel room. And so like how long is it going to take my body to move forward three hours? Like I'm just (laughs) like I'm waiting for the day that I'm not feeling like I have to like run every single morning. Because yeah, you're right. Working out also gets it all moving around and coffee. That's probably my, my cringy story for the holiday is I haven't I haven't, I haven't had an accident, just FYI, in case anyone was <laughs> I was going to say, because in my Being, mind,
1: you're like a combination holding. of Charlotte in the Sex and the City movie <laughs> yes. when she eats all of the little custards and then yeah, yeah, she yeah. doesn't realize she's pregnant. But I think it's meant to be like she partially gave herself diarrhea from the custards, but she also was in pregnant Mexico, and didn't realize right? it. Yeah. yeah. And then that and in Bridesmaids when they are yep. all unwell and she's yep. in the wedding dress and she's running across the street and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she starts pooing in the middle of <laughs> the street <laughs> oh incredible And she's like waiting the cars around her
0: <laughs> that hasn't happened to me yet but it is sometimes like today we we're on a hike so I was like five kilometers away from a toilet and I was a bit like oh no you know I really do hope that I make it back I did make it back but not only that I'm eating so many chickpeas Trying to eat more protein. Okay, I was like, "What? (laughs) Do you know how gassy chickpeas make you?" I don't think you understand. Do (laughs) they? Um, I'm like, I was like, "Is this some new Thai cuisine?" I'm not aware of chickpeas. (laughs) Oh no, because I've 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 been having chickpea curry like with brown rice. Oh yeah, yeah. Just so that I I have the energy. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll leave it there. I'll leave you all with that thought. Beautiful story. And Mel. I hope you come back next week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like too much poo chat. One out of five stars. (laughs) Never. I love a poo chat. I'm sure I'll come up with my own poo story for next week. How's that?
0: Do you know what? We have something scheduled. So you will be able to come with a story. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, everyone, we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us and we'd love to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you could leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.